So first question, if God did create the universe, and the universe being so complex, big, and even expanding, why would he care about us? A tiny dot in, and then I can't read that word, but a tiny dot in a, a non-particularly interesting area of the universe. So if God did create all this, this vast, expanding, massive, intricate thing, why is he bothered about you or me? Um, great, let's start there. I, I think it's a fantastic question. and would be the question that I, I think, when, I'll be honest, when I study this stuff, that's the question I ask. Um, I mean, it's incredible to think of... Uh, I've read this, this week that 99% of all species that ever have existed are extinct now. <laughs> when you think of that, in the scale of the universe, like, whoa, billions of years. I want to give another one, just to make the question harder. Is uh, If the whole history of the universe was put in a 24-hour day, okay, so midnight yesterday, uh, it came, started, and midnight today, it finished... Let's have a, how many? How long have humans been alive for? Any, any takers? Do, put, put your hand up if you think that'd be hours, minutes, seconds. Yeah, no hands. You're not doing hands. I see nodding though. Good, very. I like the nod. Three seconds. You've been alive. That's amazing. Okay, but here's the deal. I think it's massive. But that causes me worship, not not doubt, in the sense that okay, that seems very strange. What would God then need to do to? to convince us of that. I don't know, something, he'd have to do something crazy. I mean, something like, come down to earth as a person? What about, what about that? Something like that might presume it's me. What, what about come down to earth as a person and then die and then three days later come back from the dead? That kind of thing. He'd have to do something like that. And then, it, I, then I start to think, look, Christian theology and, and the evidence base for Christianity, which is much wider than what we're talking about today, I think, you know what? When I've looked at the evidence for that, it looks like he does care about me and that blows my mind. I find that absolutely incredible. And I mean incredible in the sense not I don't believe it, but wow. That, that's why we sing songs, just so you know, in, in church. That's why Christians don't go, I believe. If someone's going, oh, like this, okay? It's we think it's amazing, you know? I didn't think I'd break into song. That question maybe break into... That wasn't song. That was more squeak. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it was something, I like questions like It was something, right. <laughs> uh, so, next question. Uh, all the things that you've said suggest that there is a God... But how do you know or say that you believe in this Christian God? So I guess the question is, broad theism, yep. maybe, why more than that? Yeah, just to restate my, my aim, it was to open a door to broad theism, to use the correct phrase. I think there is a popular misunderstanding that to believe in any sort of God is silly. Uh, and I think that's really unhelpful to any sort of... Uh, pursuit of anything okay very good question we didn't touch on this hardly at all in the talk um, I guess that would that would jump to a whole load of other areas of things I, I mentioned them a, a minute ago why do I believe in the Christian God well I think first of all I think it's possible to start thinking about things like God without being an idiot so that was a kind of first step in in the way and then uh, it was because of Jesus and the fact that the, the, the historical records talk about a guy who lived like God would potentially if he was on earth, and then rose again from the dead. If I was to boil it down to one thing, it would be the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And you might think, well, you're, you're causing yourself other problems there. I would only entertain that question, really, looked into it, because actually the evidence for the historical resurrection of Jesus is, is compelling, and it, it definitely takes some attention. I would encourage you to look at that. If you want to think, well, okay, then God over here, where would I start to look at Christ, the Christian God? I would say, look at did Jesus rise from the dead? And we'd love, I'm sure we'll do another big questions on that. Uh, but that combined with some also, it would be fair to say this, some religious experiences as well uh, in line with that, I'd say, probably. Um, yeah. Brilliant. 
Thank you. Anyone want to push back or a uh, hand popping up from the floor just to make sure we don't forget you guys out there? They don't do hands, they do nods. I've noticed that. It's, okay. like, it's like an auction. <laughs> Anyone want to raise an eyebrow? Okay, well, we'll keep going with these then. Um, James, potentially coming to you with this uh, in light of your area of study. Uh, how would you reconcile the specific Genesis account of different species coming about with an evolutionary account? So we've said potentially God could have used this, but it seems that when you get to the specifics of Genesis, there seems to be a contradiction. How do you deal with that? Um, so looking, yeah, Genesis 1 to 3, the creation accounts, um, I wouldn't try to, as I read those, to try and get a scientific explanation of the, the world from those accounts. I don't believe, and, and the majority of people won't believe that's the, the aim of why they're written. So um, as the Bible is, is a kind of one whole book, but a collection of books, you look at each book, who the author was, why did they write it, kind of their aim, their purpose, mm-hmm. and looking that for Genesis... I don't believe the, the purpose of those, those first few chapters was to, to give us a list of how, how the world came about. Um, otherwise, the Bible would be this thick. And, um, you know, Bible studies on Genesis would take weeks or years, probably. <laughs> um, so don't have that in there. Um, but, for, yeah, for me, the personal belief in evolution, um, I would probably take a, a big distinction between biological um, kind of as humans and then has how God, we are made in God's image, we've been, um, God has revealed himself to us, and that we, the fact that we can comprehend a God is such an amazing thing, mm. um, and that is perhaps um, what, I would, what I would gain, and what I believe the Genesis is kind of showing us about the who and the why of creation, not really in the explanation of how, and that's not the kind of remit or the scope of it, and so I would, yeah, get that from somewhere else. Thanks, Adrian. Um, just say, if you'd like to be more specific with the question, please push on this, because we won't dodge it, but that's quite a broad question. If I could just summarise where you might go with this, is uh, that some of the problems people see in the Genesis account from, conflicting with modern views of science would be, A, the age of the earth, B, a historical Adam and Eve. Did those two people actually exist? C, a historical, what Christians would call the fall, of an act where those people rebelled against God in some way that had cosmic consequences those three things are the things often people talk about there may be more if you'd like to land on any of those three things please do but please be specific I don't want to, we don't want to answer questions that people aren't asking great everyone is, okay is that okay to put that out is anyone would like to jump in because we don't, we don't have that long but I'd, I'd be more than happy to talk about any of them I'm sure James would as well cool these guys are going to be around at the end we're not done yet but um, they're going to be around so if you want to come and push back kind of one to one or whatever do do that I think they can take that so yeah come and chat to them Um, we'll keep going we've got a few minutes left Um, so another question uh, here does the multiverse theory yes it does no I like the multiverse well (laughs) does the multiverse theory disprove fine tuning Uh, perhaps for laymen like myself it might be helpful to define the multiverse theory and then yeah, John, yeah you multiverse theory. Multiverse theory. Okay, and it comes from the same point. So if I explain the two things together, it, it probably works out. Um, people have noticed the fine-tuning of the universe, and it looks like the chances of a universe developing like this are so minuscule that we have to have an answer to how we came to be here in a, on a planet that sustains life, in a universe that has matter that even sticks together. Okay, we have to have an answer to that. And uh, obviously, one answer could be, uh, and I'd say it looks like this from the data, okay, that someone designed it and fine-tuned and switched the dials on purpose for a purpose. Okay, that's the Christian position. 
if you don't take that position, you have to have another position, okay? Just, that's how it is. You can't just, you can't be agnostic on this, really. You have to have some working principle, because it's so remarkable. And uh, one of the views that's been put forward is, well, perhaps there is an almost infinite number of universes out there, of which we are one, and therefore, if there's an almost infinite number of universes, one of those would have to have a universe that would have consciousness on it. It would no longer be a problem of statistics, because you've got almost that number. And uh, if there was consciousness on any of those universes, uh, that consciousness would be thinking. The fact that we are thinking uh, would show that, yes, consciousness is here, and that, that's how they solve the, the problem. Go have a show of hands. Who's heard of this before? Put your hand up. Uh, who, leave your hand up if you think, no, I've thought about this a little bit as well. Okay? Not many of you, okay, so most of us haven't, haven't really done it. Now, this would be put, I think the, the phrase is very interesting. Does the multiverse theory disprove, uh, I don't know what the other phrase was, but the, the fine-tuning. Um, that's amazing. The, the, the multiverse theory, and I can completely see why you said that, because people would put this forward as if like, oh yeah, we know about the multiverse theory. I've got some pictures I took on Instagram. Okay? Complete speculation. And nobody would, I don't think anybody would argue there's any evidence at all, direct observational evidence, for the multiverses. In fact, I've got a very good friend, postdoc physicist, and I checked this with him when I last spoke, because I said this, and then I said, hmm, I need to check that. I said, I don't think there's any way you could ever have evidence of multiverses. And a universe that's not connected to this universe, there's just no way to communicate. And he said, yeah, that's completely correct. If that's true, we can never know. Okay, so first thing to say, multiverse is totally speculative. Now, if we say we have to have a solution to the problem of fine-tuning, and we say we have two theories, multiverses, an almost infinite number of universes that are outside this one that we could never have any direct access to here, okay, or God, okay, I just want to say which of those is more compelling. There is nobody on earth who has or probably could ever have direct access experience of the multiverse. There are about... I don't want to put in too much, many numbers, but over a billion people alive today who would say they have had an experience personally of a god. Okay? I think when we look at it in those sort of terms, I think it's not just that the multiverse prove anything. I think it seems incredibly weak as a speculative theory in contrast to another theory, which would be there is a god. Okay? The, if there is a god, could there be a multiverse? Yes, it's very possible. I mean, we, we, I mean, say possible, I'm just imagining. I like to think about science fiction, which is what multiverse theory is but I think that there could still be multiverse with God I definitely don't think you can argue about the other way I got a bit kind of on there there was... sorry I, okay no everyone's everyone's right yeah. just don't sing again okay <laughs> so next question uh, as we uh, have just a few minutes to go uh, this question says in the 50 years that it took to discover the Higgs boson particle scientists took active steps to prove its existence in 2,000 years of religion, there doesn't appear to have been active steps to prove God's existence. Why is this? So in the 50 years yep. that people were looking to prove the existence of the Higgs boson particle, people took active steps. In 2,000 years of religion, that doesn't appear to be the case. Why is this? I, I mean, I, I think it depends what you say prove. Okay, I, I just give a personal example. I'm sure this would be the case for, again, millions of people throughout time. I think in my life, in a sense, I, I've gone about trying to prove the existence of God. I, I would have thought that would be, be the case. Um, I was brought up as a Christian and given a whole load of these. This is a theory of the world. Here we go. And I think in many ways, we said, look, I, I want to know whether this is true. How does this work? And um, 
it sounds funny to say prove, but what, what I did was I tried to investigate further. I, I looked into things. And my experience, I, I know it would be the same as many in, in this room and others would be, actually, once the door was ajar, say, look, I have permission without being a total fool to look into this sort of stuff, which is kind of what, where I was kind of going to talk today. Just try, like, I'm going to try praying, for example. How does that work out? Okay, well, that's interesting. I mean, it's not like I'm getting answers to prayer all the time, but I can think of a number of answers to prayer that were almost like, almost singing again, moments of like, whoa, there's someone out there, you know, and I'd have a number of those things. Investigating uh, the holy text of my, my faith, of the Bible, and really not thinking, does this ring true? Is this how life is? Is this how life is as a 17-year-old? Is this how life is as a 27-year-old? Is this how life has, is as an almost 40-year-old? And again, thinking, there's a wisdom here that's uh, that's important. I think looking, like I said before, at evidence for fundamental Christian beliefs, like the resurrection, I would have pushed those things. I want to find out what's going on here. And would have found, again, uh, more evidence and more support for my faith, not less. I've become more interested in Jesus than less the more I've I've pushed it on. Uh, And I'd say, in a sense, I, I think people are all over the place are pushing this. And many of the people in this room are in this room because we pushed it and said, actually... Moving from that basis of faith, even if it was just a small bit of faith, of you know what, it's reasonable there might be a God. Could I find out something about him? God? If you're there, tell me. From there, actually, many would say, you know what, He did tell me. And I think many people would say, oh, there couldn't possibly have got out there. My question for you would be, have you moved from that step and have you started pushing those doors? And uh, I'd really encourage you to think about that because for me, that's that's where I would be on that. I, I, I think that is the question. So. Brilliant. Um, we'll go for our final question. I think then we've, we've handled every question that's been submitted. If we've missed your question, please come and ask these guys. Or if you've got one bubbling away, um, take your own time at the end to do that. But last question. Um, do you think that God will let human beings disappear from the earth as he has with dinosaurs? Next bit of the question. Without any mercy? Question mark. So as we accept kind of scientific evidence of things that have gone on on our planet... We see species just wiped out. Do we think that God will let that happen to humanity? I mean, almost going back to the the first question is this one, is is that not only uh, do do we think, why does God care about us? There's a sense within Christianity that all that went before, and this is an amazing statement, this is what Christianity would teach, kind of is moving towards human beings. So uh, the idea of made in God's image is what it says in Genesis. Human beings were made in God's image. However you see that phrase, is this idea that there are all these other species and there are all these other things that are important, they have value, there's no way we, we waste them or, or, or we, we are cruel to them, but there's then suddenly this other form of life that God gets to of human beings that he says, this being can relate to me in a different way to other beings. And in a sense, so the language in the Bible would be of we were given special responsibility over our world even stewards of our world uh, and some degree of kind of uh, responsibility in that sort of way and not just stewards of the world but also stewards of this relationship with God that we have that a cat does not have as far as I'm aware no no other species uh, has any form of worship they don't even elephants who bury their dead uh, elephants do bury their dead interesting fact uh, they don't put like relics with them this is clear they're not thinking what will happen next they're just burying the dead for hygiene or, or whatever. Humans don't do that. Ever since the very beginning, fossils, you've got people buried with sort of this thought of, I'm putting this here because something's going to happen. And I think because of that, there is a sense in the Christian, uh, Christian worldview that says humans have a special place here. So we're not just like the other species. And so, in, in specific answer to the question, I'd say I don't believe that that will happen. Uh, I believe that the Bible talks in terms of Jesus coming back and actually renewing the world. 
and there being another stage to things whereby people would live on the world uh, with Jesus, actually, which again can sound, well, that's a thing to throw in, uh, but I think that will happen. Now, whether that happens in a worldwide apocalypse that triggers that, I don't know. I think um, the Bible would have some stuff to say about those things, but I just don't know. But I, I definitely would think, that if, if Christianity is true, humans have a special place, not just now, but in the future as well. Um, and if I'm wrong, we won't be around to do anything about it. So, you know what? There we go. But that's what I would believe, and that's what Christianity uh, would say. On that cheery note, <laughs> um, we're, we're done with the Q&A. I've got a few things to say, but why don't we just give these guys a big thank you for their time. Um, well done, guys.